0: How much time till we're on? Get on, Ron! What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight.
1: The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day.
0: That's my song, Paolo Natini. After popular demand,
2: yeah. Bye, Sats. Yeah, there it is. Pencil full of lead. I'm not all. I'm not into it. Aren't you? No. You're not even concentrating. No, I'm. I'm working.
3: <laughs> yes, it you are. Stops, doesn't yes, he never stops,
4: does he? Yes, you are. Welcome to the show on a Wednesday night, Sats and Rat for Sports Day. Hope you've had a great day, and all our regular listeners. Through the Super Radio Network, we love you, 1170, 693, you're listening on the app, and also our Kiwi listeners listening through SENZ. Welcome to the show. It's a little sort of semi-state of origin tonight, isn't it, with the BBL final, the Heat up against the Sydney Sixers. Um, If they weren't playing the Heat, I'd want the Sixers to win because a good mate of ours, Steve O'Keefe, Socky, who we work with uh, a fair bit throughout the year, loves his rugby league as well, loves his bunnies. It's his last game tonight for the Sydney Sixers, so uh, they'll be pretty motivated to send out their uh, send their players send one of their be- most popular players through. Now, Sixers captain Moses Onrieks it's just been revealed has COVID, so Ooh. but we will still play tonight.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah,
4: if you, if you can
2: if you can get through it, I mean, you yeah, can play, absolutely, yeah. You? yeah, for sure. Is COVID a thing anymore? Uh, it, sure. it, it is, but I, I mean, you hear about it, but I, I don't know if it's like as bad as what it was. Yeah. Well, it definitely isn't as bad as what it was. One hour, nine minutes and 50
4: seconds till the first ball is to be bowled. Well, so no toss yet. we don't know. We know that Moses-Henriq was absolutely outstanding in the last time they met in the first final between the Heat and the Sixers. But with COVID, yeah, exactly. See how he's going to fare after that. Thanks to our major sponsors, Kia, the major partner of the Australian Open, of course. World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness and nutrient ag solutions. Going further for Australian farmers. We've got a few texts already on 0457 736 736. A couple of Kiwi listeners as well on double eight double three, And Glenn will call us very soon on 1300 01 1170. Actually, we've got a text already here from Steve from Dobbo. It says, evening, fellas. Uh, will tonight be the night I reveal all about rats' deep-seated parabashing? I'm leaning towards maybe an elbow is a flog. But... <laughs> Why don't you ring up Steve, one three hundred zero one eleven seven. We want you to ring up. I wanna I
2: wanna hear where this is coming from. Yeah.
4: We wanna know why where this all comes from, where it originated that Rat's got this this distaste for the eels. Because actually one of his former coaches and good mates, Steve Murphy's an assistant coach, I can't see why he disliked
0: them. <laughs> He's told us before he used to wear the jersey though.
2: Yeah, I know you're a parrother. I fan did as a up. kid, yeah, my old man hated it. Hated it.
0: <laughs> mate,
2: well, well, my, my old man and Steve Edge were really good mates. Yep. Um. So, so Steve used to work for Tyrells with my old man. Yep. So so Edgy was at our house a lot. And, uh, mate, I used to love seeing him. <laughs> used to love it. Uh, so, yeah, we'll keep you updated
4: as we go through the night when it comes to the, the BBL final. Now, on the show tonight, Broncos coach Kevi Walters joins us on the show. Of course, uh, we haven't spoken to him since uh, losing that NRL grand final last year to the Penrith Panthers. We'll ask him... Well, how, how's the playing group going? After all, did they mention it at all when they go back to training for the first time? Not quite sure, but we'll ask Kevy that as well. He's a he's a good good sport, great sense of humour. The great Australian debate. Also, Daddy Vass has raised what's it about tonight, Daddy? Our national sport. Okay. Now I'm sure. a bit
0: confused. Okay. Leading into Friday. third Friday. Tomorrow. Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Um, I should say. Um. Yeah, a lot of people aren't really on Test Cricket. They're not really watching it. They're not really engaged as much as they should be. Well, so when it
2: finishes in two and a half days, it's, you know. I mean, the Ashes I'm into.
4: I actually love – I love that our Australian side is so dominant. And is, just, is, is it so, and so dominant? And just rolls through now, Is side. it
2: so dominant or – doesn't matter. It's like it's like on their
4: day, Penrith putting a score against some The West Tigers. And you go, Parramatta. Parramatta. And, yeah. you, and you go – how good's that? Now, do you all of a sudden look at it and say, oh, you know what? Rugby leagues on the decline. No,
2: no, 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 no. Th- that's very different, Sats. It's very different to the, the decline of test match cricket across the globe. Because um, c- it was everything, mm. it's all there was originally. And with the, you know, the, the, one-day series coming in, World Series cricket that took a little bit of a shine off the Test matches, now the T20. I still, I now still other th- countries just fading away. I still
4: think Test cricket was still the number one format, even when the 50 overs was well entrenched into our landscape.
2: I think it was too. Yeah. But I think now, you know, you, you look at the, 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 the generations, uh, you know, this generation of people, of, of young adults, it's all about now, now, now. It's, you know, short, sharp, fast. Yeah, you know, they, don't, they don't want to. They're not engaged in a game no for one's five days. So the the the, uh, the
4: generation now don't have attention spans. They don't. Okay, so.
2: So when I was
4: 13, I used to sit there with. This is really nerdy. I can't believe I'm admitting to this, but I used to sit there with an
2: actual cricket scorebook. Mm, yeah, it in is. In my Christmas it's, it's holiday. Embarrassing. And I used to score a, da- uh, a full day's <laughs> day of cricket. Well, well, well. The thing is, like, this is what you can do. Sats. You can either get on board or. Yeah. You know, with what's happening and what's moving forward, or you, you just miss the boat. Like it's the test match cricket in ten years' time, it'll be between Australia and England. Well, at the moment, it's Australia, England, England India, uh,
4: Ingl- India, New Zealand, South Africa have fallen yeah. behind. From that's the only nations that are really competitive. Yeah, uh, and that's uh, that's the I suppose the. The brutal reality we're in at the moment. I hate it. I, I love Test cricket. I love coming down to a fifth day, and and that's when it's like you know, my other love, boxing, when it comes down to the championship rounds.
2: Can you imagine, like what, like we're we're talking about Test match cricket in decline now here, mm-hmm. and our our our, na- our Test playing nation is the number one Test playing nation in the world. Um, won the what is it, the sword, the scarab, or whatever yeah. it was that they won last year against India. Um, can you imagine? What people our age or ten years older than us, how they're feeling in Colombo,
3: mm.
2: uh, in in the West Indies, like what what they're feeling right now about Test match cricket, how they f- like what what they grew up watching, Viv Richards and Clive Lloyd and Joel Garner and you know the the greats of cricket back then, and what they're dealing, what they're watching now. Did you, did you, could you imagine how they're? Feeling? I'd be
4: really interested about what has taken this their focus away from what was their national sport. Has it been, has it been Usain Bolt when it comes to the Olympics?
2: Has it probably more basketball? No, well, well it, w- what it did go to a lot was, was soccer. Okay. So when Dwight York and, you know, these West Indian players were going over and playing in the EPL and, you know, with Manchester United and being superstars, that took a massive shine off cricket over there hmm. and soccer became, you know, th- their major sport. I'm not sure what it is now, but I know, you know, obviously basketball is huge. um, And this is also,
4: this is on the eve of the lead-up to the the second test, of course, the Australian cricket squad. um, Well, they take on the West Indies in the second match tomorrow at the Gabba. Now, uh, news also coming in from that, if you haven't already, and we actually got a text here about it as well, but uh, Sats and Rat, correct me if I'm right, this is Brisbane Neal, but Cameron Green and the coach Ronald McDonald also have covid no, it's, it's Cameron Green, uh, Travis Head um, was tested positive to COVID after the Adelaide test. Cameron Green now, uh, maybe Andrew McDonald as well. They're still going to go into camp. They're still going to be isolated. And as Moses Henrique uh, with tonight's game, all the focus is on him and he's announced that he's still going to play tonight. So everyone's just getting on with it. He also said Sats, if you win another Queenslander with a chip on their shoulder, I wouldn't want to correct you that BBL is a franchise cricket and nothing to do with origin. Brisbane Eel, we know. It. See, an Eel supporter. Mm.
2: Just like just, they're just upset with the world. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. We, d- get we
4: try and you put every sort of state of origin sling to anything we can. Can
2: <laughs> we? we? What about crime scenes? What is it about you, Rat, that just rubs people the wrong way? <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, I love it how you get under uh. people's skin. Yeah, so test match cricket. I, I, I think we all agree that it's been on the wane for a while, but... Uh, From an Australian point of view, I I think I love it that we still take it really seriously.
2: I like the fact that we take it seriously. Mm -hmm. I I like the fact that you know Australia are are a dominant test playing nation, but uh, you know, I I think the the test scene is waning like it's that's the reality of it.
0: Here's, I kind of see it like in Queensland, we're more league focused, right? Yeah, In, in Melbourne, obviously, it's AFL league,
4: and I think. I think they did a survey. I think it was League and V8s were the top two in Queensland. And mm. New South Wales, it was.
2: Just Bogan Central. It was
4: League, <laughs> Cricket,
0: AFL, I think it was. Mm. And V8s are always also there as well. Yep. Obviously, Victoria, AFL. Yep. WA, I think is Cricket. Mm. First. Probably AFL. AFL.
4: Probably AFL, I think.
0: And w- what about the rest of the country?
2: Northern Territories AFL.
4: Mm. They're big AFL in Northern mm, Territory, yep. yeah, mm, yep. and of course Adelaide
0: is Tassie AFL, AFL. Mm. Um, so if, yeah. put, if we put all the states together, then
4: you get a country called Australia.
0: <laughs> no, AFL is AFL. AFL is national. AFL is the, big, big
4: the biggest sport. Yeah, yeah. in Australia, a without a doubt. Yeah. Well, that may have settled the debate then.
2: Mm. 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 Oh, I
4: think I think cricket. I think the occasional cricket pl- a cricket fan, would still watch some cricket during the summer. Even if you're not really interested in it, but if you're an AFL hardcore fan, you just you're watching it. If if you're, a, I, I don't think there's a lot of part-time sort of AFL fans or part-time rugby league fans. You either love it or you you don't watch it. Where cricket, I think that has the ability to sort of get those Sway. occasional fans that will will watch a little bit of it. They probably don't know a lot about it, but they'll still watch it because it's been part of our landscape for so long. Hey, what do you make of this? Rat the Dragons and Manly has been. Um, been disclosed this afternoon are going to play a closed trial next friday i don't mind it. no fans i like it what about all the journos trying to get access what
2: well well, you look at what they do like in the nfl during their pre-season they they go and train at another facility like a team will go to another city and they'll do like training sessions behind closed doors against each other just to sort of see where they're where they're at um I, i like it it's just I don't think it'll be a full-on game. Mm. There'll be a lot of stop-start, you know, be coaches working on certain things and um, yeah, I think it's smart. Yeah. Yeah, well done to the two clubs.
4: Remember we used to do a sort of semi-opposed, sort of semi-opposed at training and you never want to try and throw yourself into it. You know, the crowd's one of the reasons why your adrenaline gets up as well. Mm. I wonder if it starts off. Maybe it starts off, obviously, contact, but and it'll just slowly just, just well, increase in Anthony Seabold said he's just not quite sure who's going to be playing alongside Daly Cherry Evans yet. So, yep. And um, who's going to play that role. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's interesting what the mindset would be like about playing a well, closed well, trial. Uh,
2: is there any whispers how uh, Schuster's gone, gone in preseason?
4: Don't know. I no, haven't mm. heard a lot. Yeah. Haven't heard a lot. Uh, Brisbane Eel on the text line says... Head's now been tested negative. No need for a sports show to be up to date with info. No, we know he's negative. He di- he was pesi- uh, positive Brisbane eel. And he says, as an eel supporter living in New South Wales, New- sorry, New South Welshman living in Brisbane, I have a lot to unpack. <laughs> yeah. He's very <laughs> angry today, Brisbane <laughs> eel. Very, very angry. Uh, yeah. yeah. And Steve says, that, listen, the rat doesn't get under my skin. He's a good fella. I love the rat. You don't even know him, Steve. Well,
2: well Steve, I appreciate that. Um, what, what I will say is um, I think – I don't know. I, I do get under people's skin though, <laughs> particularly my wife's. You you do like an argument? Mm. Well, At, I just yeah. I, I, it's hard to say um, why I get under people's skin because yeah. I think I'm a nice guy. <laughs> Maybe that's why I get under people's skin.
4: Yeah. So with Cam Green and, and um, Andrew McDonald, the coach of Australia, they'll they'll be separated from the group, of course, like they have been through mm. until they test negative now. Um, what happens if he still tests positive? About I don't know what the I don't know what the what the rules are around that with with cricket Australia. But if he tests positive, is he still allowed to play? Not quite sure. But well,
2: well Matt says I, Sats. I bet if the Sixers win, there there'll be no isolation in the celebrations oh, tonight. 100%. They'll be sharing straws, <laughs> sculling out of bottles.
4: Well, there you go. If, if, if Moses on Reek's playing, you would like to think that if Green's feeling okay, he he'll probably play. Mm. So if you could separate. If when you travel away with a team for say you're going to play Saturday, you leave Friday, yep. come back Sunday, there one player that you played with that you wish was separated from the group until you played. Mm. Is there one that stands out
2: that that I that I would want to be separated yeah. from the group? Oh, there's a, yeah, there's a few in my time.
4: Craig Grinnell was one for me. Oh, Knuckles, because he was always violent. You get in an elevator at the hotel. He was—he always used to. Wanted to hit you, eh? Remember, he used to. Mate, he still
2: does it. You get in the elevator. I see him all the time. So he just punches me all the time.
4: What his big deal was, listeners Craig Greenhill, former State of Origin, Cronulla, Penrith, uh, front rower. He used to get in an elevator, and if there was you and him, or whether it was him and seven other people, as soon as the doors would close, he'd push the alarm button, which. Ding, ding. Which was the start <laughs> of a boxing match, and he just started clubbing oh, people. Oh, mate. He, he nearly, Matty Rodwell, the halfback, he nearly put Matty Rodwell out of a game in, Tasma, in Townsville one day. Can
2: I tell you, he, he, he's a great bloke, Nuxley. I, yeah. I play a bit of golf then catch up with him quite a bit. Uh, caught up with him last week, actually. But he, he was, um, you know, he, he's a great bloke, but sometimes you can get him with a bit of chirp and he, and he can't come back quick enough at hey? so you, so he just hits you. <laughs> he's just like, he, uh, he doesn't like it. So, um, yeah. Good. He, he's off the bit a little bit, Brisbane Eel today. He's going nuts, you know, sometimes
4: he? he? You know, sometimes he, he'll, he'll drop a text in now and then. But tonight he's off the bit. He says, I'm not angry, Sats, but I'm a public servant. T- to add to all of that, I wonder if Flano and Seebs will swap Brooks and Hunt for a half. No, I don't think that's happening.
2: Can I, can I just say yeah. the, the worst fans that I ever played in front of mm. was in Canberra. And my theory was this. They're, they're all public servants. So during the day... They've just got to be nice as pie. <laughs> All week, they're just like, you know, yes, sir, no, oh, I've sir. I've never heard that at Canberra where with a the, with the, oh, mate, the most were, volatile. they were just horrific. Some of the stuff that they would yell at you <laughs> and the way they'd speak to you. I, I love it. Don't get me wrong. Like, they're passionate and they love But I reckon they're like that because they're public servants during the – a lot of them are public servants. And they like, right, get to the footy, check their morals at the gate, and go, <laughs> right, I can say whatever I want in here. I can do what I want. I can let my hair down and I can just go bananas. And um, yeah, old Bruce Stadium. I copped a bit playing for for Cronulla, playing for the Titans, and playing for the Waratahs down there.
4: I think mine was Campbelltown.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, we played. Oh, yeah.
4: Played the West Tigers there one night, and it was only out of pure pure passion for their club. I loved it, but oh, I mean, it's the first time I first time I felt no. We played Western Suburbs. I have got to say the old Campbelltown Sports mm-hmm. Ground, and is in 1993, and it was the first time I felt unsafe. Walking up the tunnel. Well,
2: well, mate, I played my first game for Cronulla at Campbelltown in
3: 1994.
2: Mm. Um, I'm, I've got a kick from the sideline. I'm playing under 21s, President's Cup, and I'm on the sideline and I'm lining the kick up and, I, and there's this person behind me just screaming vitriol at me. <laughs> like, and there's no one in the ground and it's just, and, and, it's, a, and it's a voice that I'm just thinking, like, this is unbelievable. And, I can't even repeat what you were saying, but it was along the lines of "You're a weak so-and-so. You've got a glass jaw like your old man. You're only here because yeah. your dad. You're this and that, and blah blah blah." And I'm like, I back up for my kick, and I turn around and I look, and it's like a seven-year-old woman. <laughs> and I look at the ref, and he just shakes his head, and he tries to pipe it down. And then I, then I slotted it from the sideline and turned around and laughed at her. And then she just went off at me. They, re-
4: they reckon Redfern in the day was,
2: oh, pretty was bad. red hot. Yeah, we, yeah.
4: we played, um, I was playing with the South Queensland Crushers. We played, it was a return to Redfern day. Right. 1996, I think it was. And we played South Sydney. And I walked to the end of the tunnel, while well, reserve grab was on. I walked to the end of the tunnel and a lady was sitting there. She was knitting something. It looked like she'd been there since Jack Rayner and Clive Churchill played in the 50s. Mm. And she was knitting something. And she just looked up and looked at me and said, what's your name? I said, oh, Scott. She goes, Scott who? I said, Sattler. And she said, bet you're not as good as your old man. And she <laughs> didn't take, she didn't take didn't her even, eyes off the nah. knee. I went, oh, yeah, yeah probably not, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I went out and played. We got beaten. And as I was walking off at full time, she, halfway through whatever little baby.
2: Crocheted. Crocheted. No, Garments
4: she was making. And without even looking up, she knew I'd came was coming past, and she goes, I told you you were crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so
1: yeah, they they're ringing. to ruthless,
4: ruthless at Redfern. Also on tonight, we've got Simon Orchard from Greyhound Racing and Things That Make You Go, Hmm, mm. as well. Now, just a, a little bit of a tease. We had the Oscar nominations. We've actually got a text here about the Oscar nominations. Rooster Muzz says, so Margot Robbie missed out on a Best Actress Oscar nomination for a movie about a plastic and rubber doll. Glenn... I'm just
3: care, else I'd be he said, Glenn will be devastated.
4: Can you believe this song has been nominated for an Oscar?
2: I'm just Ken. I'm just Anywhere Ken. else I'd be a 10. Oh, I'm just wow. Care,
4: I, I can't believe that's been nominated. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, well. yeah. Anyway, mm. let's get to the break. Wednesday night, Sats and Rat for Sports Day. Coming up next, Brisbane Broncos coach, Kebby Walters.
1: The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia. Major partner of the Australian Open, World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day.
5: And now Queensland away on the far side with icon combining Oh, uh, uh, Smith. Fleck pass from Jason Smith, finds Kevin Walters. Walters is into
1: space, he's going to score. Kevin Walters, he scored the first try here in Origin 1 and he's put it down oh. again in Origin 3.
4: Kevin Walters and Jason Smith. And what about
2: Rabs Warren? Yeah. Good to hear that. Good this,
4: stuff, good stuff. Welcome back to the show. Sats and Rad here for Sports Day on a Wednesday night, and we teased him a little bit earlier on, and he's on the line here. Brisbane Broncos coach had a, had a very good t- twenty twenty three, twenty twenty three and that man is Kevin Walters.
2: How are you, Ah, uh,
5: Great, thanks, Chet. You, you went a long way back in the vault to pull that out. I don't yeah. think, was that television back in the or Just
2: radio. <laughs> the radio, radio, mate.
4: Just radio. On the wireless. Yeah. <laughs> How you been, mate? How was the, uh, the Walters Christmas? Do all the five brothers get together, or...?
5: No, well, we've got our own families now. So uh, Billy's got one child, Mm -hmm. my son Billy. So I've got two grandchildren and Jack, he's got a little uh, daughter as well. So we have our own little um, Christmas now. I generally catch up with my own brothers sort of before Christmas or we were actually down the coast and had a couple of days down there together. Um, sort of late November which was great yeah really good to catch up with them all
2: how good's being a grandfather I'm a grandfather now too but um, did, did it soften you up yeah, did mate. it soften you
5: <laughs> yeah um, hugos he's a mad Bronco supporter obviously and like he just, butter wouldn't melt in his mouth as far as I'm concerned and <laughs> the great thing about being a grandparent is you can you can just hand him back at the end of the day <laughs> yeah, or the next yeah, morning it's good fun, isn't it? but it's always bad and, and, and Hallie she's beautiful too she's nine months old so um, Yeah, it's, it's it's great when we all get together, and particularly with the with the grandkids, they're, they're beautiful. You mm. hope that one of them doesn't
4: become like Wayne's young bloke Justin and wear the opposition jersey every time. Every time you're opposition,
2: <laughs> spend most of his time in the opposition uh, sheds chasing jerseys. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, well, that was a big trade of uh, big Justin, Justin, but yeah, um we make sure that whatever team we're coaching, whatever team we're playing with. They're, they're on board so yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: that's going. all good mate so we had the grand final october at internationals so a bit of a disrupted off season given um, the quality of the players that you yeah. had on board has it been difficult to juggle
5: no it hasn't been difficult i mean you want to be involved don't you you want your mm. players involved in the end of season games as long as you can and we went all the way to the grand final obviously and then we had you know four or five players involved in the internationals which again it's great for them and great for their development as well so yeah i'm all for that we, we do have a shortened prep uh this pre-season but you know i, I think um most cl- you know most of the, the stronger clubs do every year have that shortened prep so um we just work at them harder and stronger and faster all that stuff that we say um and particularly this year as well with the, the early premiership round over in in vegas uh that's made things a little bit trickier as well but we're, we're okay with it and we're really excited for the Heading to the US, of course.
4: Yeah, of course. Now, in your first address to the playing group, Kevy, when you get everyone back on board, and um, after going down last year in the grand final, is it mentioned at all in in your first address, or yeah. do you let the playing group just control it?
5: No, no. We got uh, when we first all got back together in, in January, first day back, we we um, watched. We didn't watch the whole game, but we watched highlights and watched some things that you know we we thought we did. Uh, really well, some things that we feel like we need to improve as well, you know and, and the wash-up was, you know, two two things. The unforced error is that we, we put pressure on ourselves in that first half um, you know, I think Penrith came up with one handling error and we had, oh, I think 10 or 11. Uh, the second half we got better and got going but then uh, once we were you know, Penrith started to come back at us, we sort of stopped playing footy
3: mm. and
5: just went into our shell which you know, just tried to hang on rather than actually go out and get after the game and win it like they did for that period in, in the first 20 minutes, you
2: know? Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. You know, I'm looking forward to seeing how your boys bounce back, Kevy, because you've you got a lot of young guys and yeah. they, you see they're sort of bulletproof at that age. You? like you, as, as it happens, that you, the older you are in your career, the more it hurts, the more you think about it. I think these young blokes, they've got memories right. like goldfish. They so sort of forget it and move on.
5: Yeah, that's right. Mm. Well, the more we have like goldfish, the better because you, you do have to move on, matey, And, you, you know that's a great point you make the older you are the more you sort of hang on to because your, your chances of getting back to that stage are limited you know yeah. and um, yeah that's I don't feel that's going to be the case for us you know we 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 believe we've got a you know really strong squad again this year and we expect to do well uh, this season as well
2: yeah mate now we saw a little bit of uh, vision of Adam Reynolds at training on the week uh, during the week he, he looked like someone shot him from the bloody from the side on from the grassy knoll. he well, we, Mate, I-, I thought you were going to have to amputate his leg the way he was hopping <laughs> off the field, but they, t- they tell me it's not too bad.
5: <laughs> no, he's okay. Yeah, he's fine. Um, just basically twisted his, his ankle. It's not a syndesmosis or anything like that. So yeah. um, we expect him to be back to... It. Well, he's he's running straight lines now the last couple of days, but he won't join the group until next week. Uh, and, yeah, he's fine. I, I think it's um, a bit of the old stage of there and he's just missing a bit more pre-season, <laughs> yes. you know, having that... You know he's, he he's fine, um, but he, obviously he rolled his ankle, but it's, yeah. uh, it's not anything serious. Yeah. Um. The plan is for Adam not to play trials anyway. We're just going to roll him out in Vegas, so um, that won't change, and he'll he'll get some good training into his belt um, and in around the team as well, uh, which is very important. But also um, making sure that he's ready for round one over in Vegas.
4: Now, round one is so important, Kevy, as we know. Was there any discussions with your high performance team and your medical staff around Adam Reynolds and and with his lower back? That he's had and, and hamstring injuries you know, he's had in the past, with the travel going over there and different different climates, was that discussed amongst the team?
5: Well, certainly is, and our our performance staff, like all of the clubs now, like a, because they have so many staff, it, it's they can really design different programs for different players and the needs that they need. Now, Adam, of course, will be flying business class, so his legs won't even be able to touch the ground. <laughs> that <business class> seat. <laughs> Yeah, right. so I think he's fine. He'll be, he'll be able, to, he'll be able, he to stretch out. Uh, probably fit two Adam Reynolds in the healthy body. Can be able to get in there with him. He, those two fellas. But <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, well, he's fine, and and the travel won't won't bother us too much. It's it's a long flight. It's fifteen hours or thereabouts. But that's not you know that's not much for our boys. They'll handle that okay.
2: Mate, with the with the Vegas trip, I mean, there's been a bit of talk about. You know, clubs being concerned about training grounds and this and that. But I, I'd i have to imagine you, you've mm. probably done a bit of recon over there. You've probably got your setup all, all, all ready to go by now. Is that right? Or no? no
5: that's right, Manny. I had to put the Sacra self myself and head over there <laughs> yeah. um, to find the right. Myself and, the, and, the, and Alfie? Joe McDermott, who's our. Uh, no, we didn't allow Alfie. Um, <laughs> no, that's probably he's a good only thing. Going to Vegas one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, we went over there and we'll, we'll be doing. Majority of our preparation at the Adelaide Rams uh, at their training facility in in LA, and then we're going to trip over to Vegas uh, on the Thursday night for the Saturday game. So we'll just need our captains run in Vegas, and we've got some some options there um, for that as well. So yeah, we're, we're sorted, mate. We're, that that trip was very good for us, myself and Joe. It's actually yes. nice to see you know where we're staying and where we're training you know while we're there, which is obviously really important. Was that the Adelaide Rams or was the, the a- a- L.A. Rams? L.A. Rams. not <laughs> the Adelaide Rams, yeah. L.A. Rams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <right>. <laughs> did <laughs> I, I call them the Adelaide yeah, Rams? You you did, did. Yeah, you, you did, did. You
4: did, mate. Thinking think uh, old yeah, days. But... <laughs> <laughs> hey, um... Yeah. Hey, Kerr's a
5: Hall of Famer down here. I know, yes, I know. I know yeah.
4: Dominated, I mean, dominated the Adelaide Oval. century, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, talking about Alfie, and, um, is it true he's not allowed back there after the 87 State of Origin Series when he won that bodybuilding competition? He got third, didn't he, when he was in L.A.?
5: yeah. That's right, he, he did he ran third, uh in the lovely legs as well. So he what's gonna happen he, they're staging that event again thirty years later. So <laughs> up he's nominated again. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be fine. But yeah, look um but it's pretty exciting for our fellas. Oh, Vegas, would be. you guys have obviously been there yeah. yourselves, but it, you know, it can be a place where if you you know, if you want to find trouble you will. So we've got to be very careful there with our boys and that's the reason for not being there too long. But we're we're actually really excited about being there, and that's the stadium there um, is magnificent. It's it's world class. It's only you know two or three years old, and all the facilities. And if we can get a full house there, it'll be a great experience for our boys to, to entertain. And and regardless of the result, the, the long term um, um, benefits Benefit. that we get as a club from you know touring together and and just spending some time together is amazing and really valuable.
4: They'd be outstanding. Now I I love the move. You know, at this stage, if it if it's all going to go to fruition, Selwyn to centre, if that's the way it goes. But tell the listeners, yeah. I've been talking about this kid for a couple of years now, mm. Kevy. But just tell the listeners what to expect from a a really good athlete. His name's Dean Mariner.
5: Yeah, well, yeah, super quick. I mean, he's one of our quicker boys. You know, over the ten metres and also over the forty. He's had had some experience in the NRL. He played a few games for us last year. But yeah, he's just good anticipation, very strong, typical young kid coming through, he's got a lot of confidence and yeah, it's very exciting for us as a club to, to give him an opportunity this season, he's been parked behind a couple of players over the last couple of years but that's opened up for him now and um, he'll get every chance to, to show us what he can do, particularly in the early rounds you know, of the competition
4: Hey now, uh, we're going to play some audio here uh, Kev, it's when we interviewed Billy last year and it's about whether it's coach, whether it's Kev, whether it's dad, this is what he had to say so at training, is it Kevvy or Dad?
5: Yeah, I, I call him Kevvy. I think I've only swapped <laughs> up maybe two or three times the whole time I've been here at the moment. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, Kevvy as much as possible.
4: Does he Do the players pick up on it if he calls you Dad?
5: He, he doesn't call me Dad. He doesn't call me Dad at training. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he calls me Kev all the time. He's <laughs> lying to us. I think gee, that sounds weird. But, well, we've got, a, we've got a bit of a relationship where while we are at training and the like, you know, I'm I'm happy for him to call me Kev. But outside of that, um, he calls the cab anyway, so he doesn't <laughs> listen to him, That's one of the things he needs to get better at. Yeah,
3: yeah.
5: <laughs> no, yeah. But it, it's not, it's actually great coaching your, your, your kids, and I'm sure you guys have done it at different levels. And even, like, I'm so thrilled to have Bill in the club, and, you know, I make a lot of noise around in meetings and the like. If Billy does something good or bad or whatever, we always sort of make sure that it's noted and, and the club and the players sort of understand it. So... We've got a good working relationship and um, and the good thing for Bill is his best foot is still, I believe, is in front of him. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Made some great progress last year and um, working on little things in his game this year again to be a better player for us, which we're, we're going to need.
4: And I think the good thing for his game too, uh, Kev, is that he knows he's got young, young Moser coming up his behind mm. too. Yeah, it's good It's, it's good for yeah. the competition, isn't it?
5: Well, it certainly is. And, and Corey Pakes is parked in there as yeah, well. He's, yeah. got, he's not without ability and Tyson smoothie. So, we are, you know, blessed uh, with some, some good number nine. So, Billy's uh, the competition, that's what drives teams,
0: mm, you know, all, all the
5: way is that strong competition w- within the training. And even in the post sessions, when, when you've got, you know, good competition for spots, it makes it really competitive. And uh, that's what we have. We're very fortunate at the moment. We've got some good depth in that, particularly in that position, which is driving all the players to be better, yeah.
2: Now, um, Kevi, wanted to um, turn back time and, and, and play a little bit of audio of, of, of Boxy, of your brother Steve. I, I was fortunate enough to tour with Steve and yourself and, and play with Gerard. So, um, mate, I, I just yeah. want you to have a little listen to this. And um, were you still playing at the club at this time? It
5: was the end after they missed the finals in 89, I think it was, and Wayne... I was happy to do some work with the Forge, and I was really nervous because you know, your first time you're coaching and stand up front of them, tell them what you want to do, and just how you're going to go about it. And he says, Have you got a level one coaching certificate? And then I said, I oh, get back with, I've got a level 15,
6: 15 tests and 15 origins. <laughs> and I said, Besides which, I'll, I'll be working with first grade, first grade, so you'll have bugger all to do with. Me. <laughs> 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 yeah.
5: yeah, I was at the club then. Uh, uh, that was with Karen. It came back, uh, it was 2000. Stevie yep. got hired by Wayne, yeah. Certainly, that was that was great, and that was a, as you know, Stevie's quite comical with uh, a lot of the things that he does, and that was a great punchline, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah
2: he did well, he yeah, did well.
5: good
4: stuff. Hey yeah. Kevy, uh, thanks for taking time, mate, mate, to, to join us. I know you got a busy schedule, but uh, good luck for round yeah. one. Enjoy over in Vegas, I'm yeah, sure yeah, you mate, will, but, be a uh, ripper. yeah, thank you very much for joining yeah, us. Sports you day. too, blokes.
5: Love it. That's all good. Now, I know you two blokes love a jacket, so we expect to see you in Vegas. <laughs> we'll all be right? doing and our best. Yourselves as well. Yeah,
4: we'll find out in the next couple of boys. days. Take yeah, you see you, after. mate. Catch you later. <laughs>
5: good
1: on you. The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV9, Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia, Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day.
2: Hi, this is Arnold. No, 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 turn that off. Hi, this is Arnold.
4: (laughs) Rooster Muzz said, uh, Worm and Splinter, here's a list of music updates for the show. So he's got some Akadaka there, he's got some Aussie Crawl, he's got some Divinals, Cold Chisel, finger. Angels, yeah, Powderfinger. You need to go through that. that
0: list. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. It's Rooster mm.
4: What do you mean it's a good one? You haven't heard of one of those <laughs> songs. You're an idiot. <laughs> and Mark, go easy. I mean, he a great story, Sats. Can you do it monthly like last year? <laughs> Mark, you know what? When you've had a lot of shots to the head, you seem to forget what you've done in the past. <laughs> Unfortunately. Let's get to a BBL 13 final preview and we're just watching them warm up on TV at the moment, not long until the first ball is to be bowled. So the Sixers up against the Brisbane Heat at the SCG, the Sixers have won the toss. It's just over th- just 30 minutes until first ball. Sixers have won the toss. They've elected to field. Which is interesting enough because mm. the Heat have got a, a pretty good record when six they bat first. Six and O. Yeah, when they bat first. Have they not read the stats? Um, I think they they're know their pitch. six and o. I think they know their pitch better than anyone else. But they're so. six
2: and O. Like, would you really want to put them in first? Well, I think the Heat have got the best
4: bowling lineup. The Sixers aren't far behind with Dwarshuis and mm. Murphy. They and did bowl
2: well Socky. by the night too, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm excited to um, for what for one main reason. Josh Brown. I want to see the Bison go to town again. I haven't actually checked the lineups. Is he playing? He's definitely playing. Isn't he? It'd be big news if he wasn't. He'd have to be. Yeah, yeah. So, um, mate, if the Bison gets going. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how he backs
4: up, isn't it, with um, with what happened on Monday night. He didn't field at all, whether his body's recovered. I mean, because I know it's only a T20 match, but they'd
2: take it out here. Oh, he's a big boy. Mm-hmm. He's a big boy. He's, he's throwing that bat around.
0: What if he doesn't kick on? Like, I'm just a bit concerned about the Heat's
2: well well Renshaw needs to get runs he got six runs the other night He's has 66 runs in his last seven innings mm.
3: Mm.
2: he's due it's
4: good that they another perform pe- it's good that another team's going to win it outside of the uh outside of the scorchers mm. Their the most successful team in in this format
0: i bet you they're rethinking that uh vision they put up around the sh- around optus stadium oh, yeah, yeah. the <laughs> <good, they're laughs> early vision up <laughs> didn't they yeah so i'm yeah.
4: uh, just looking at both the teams jimmy pearson wicketkeeper
0: um, yeah, Brown. Josh Brown has Brown's been named opening the,
2: baton, opening the batting. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, been man. named. Yeah.
0: So. excuse me, there's a good text there from Josh.
2: Josh, nothing wrong with a bit of Luke Million, Daddy. Yes. Don't listen oh. to the old man. Yes,
4: Josh. It <laughs> must be our youngest listener. Is that your mate? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> that, have you just no. texted your mate and gone, no. board, mate? Josh, text in. Is that the name Luke? Is that the name of the sing, the oh, artist? Yeah. yeah Luke yeah. Million. Yep. Why mm. doesn't he use his own name? Like Ian Moss and Jimmy Barnes. They just use their own name. It could be Luke Million. I doubt it very much.
0: Josh, help us out.
4: Yeah. Um, yeah, so as we said earlier on, Steve O'Keefe's last game. So the Sixers are very popular teammate. Sockies are great guys and um, yeah, obviously they've got something to play for as well. The Sixers outside of the final itself. Let's get to some of your text messages. Yeah,
2: Brisbane Early he reckons he's he just walked past the Pato Tavern. And I should have let Alfie know. Kevy know that Alfie's got his shirt off, but he's still wearing his shorts, so he better hurry up and get there. <laughs> Save the day. Now, 133 <laughs> says, Mitch Marsh is the bison. There can only be one bison. Yeah, no. I wonder they, why that, his bat's called the bison. They, they do call Josh Brown the bison too, um, okay. but his bat is called the bison. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sticking with, mate, when you make your own bat, I'm going with Josh Brown. I
4: reckon you're in the corner of Bondi Jack as well. He's a great conspiracy theorist, okay? Sats mm. coronavirus doesn't exist in sport. They are allowed to play positive. In fact, the whole thing was a big pharma hoax
2: from day one. Far less deadly than the flu.
4: You'd, yeah. be, on, you'd be on that
3: train,
2: wouldn't oh, you? Oh, I'm sort I'm of not. And there's a reason. Yeah. Because my, my, my sister-in-law lives in New York. Yep. And she was in the epicenter of it when it blew up. And mm. they were filling up the local ice rink. Where I went and watched the Buffalo Sabres play, yeah, they were f- they were filling up that with bodies. Mm. Uh, you don't get that during the flu season, yeah. So um, yeah, don't know what you
4: know. I know. Well, playing when you're positive, I get it, but it's actually how you feel. Yeah. some people it affects pretty badly. Others, you know, they didn't. Yeah, not some badly. people around.
2: Not, others it doesn't. Didn't affect me. Um, the flu f- affected me a lot lot worse.
4: The flu gets Matt Rogers. Uh, Mikko Tuoma says, "I'm hearing you, Brisbane Ill." Mm. But you got nothing, try being in New South Walshman west of the Rangers, redneck Queensland Central. Mm. Nico, Nico, <laughs> you wouldn't last. Mate, birdie,
2: Ber- Greg Bird's are hilarious when you get around him and you start giving it to him about, you know, Queensland and stuff. And he just, he calls Queenslanders rednecks and <laughs> he loves Queensland. <laughs> yeah. He just hates the people that live here. <laughs> mate, you, can't, a, mate, you can't
4: pick pick one and choose another. Um, Vaso has changed since become a member of the Broncos I liked him better when he wasn't a member Ouch Yeah mm. I tend to agree uh, And fr- before we get to the break Dennis says Hi Rat When was your last game of football in any code And what was the result?
2: Uh, my last game was 2011 I came it back It was
4: a 200th NRL game
2: A 200th game. NRL game I broke my foot the first touch of the ball uh, Against the Warriors And we got beat There you go mm. what, what was the good?
0: score? Can you remember? Can't remember Mm. Look that one up. It wasn't
2: it wasn't it wasn't um it it wasn't a great uh result for the Titans. That they went on to win the like there was about seven games to go and I came back, they were struggling with injuries and uh they were trying to get off the bottom of the ladder to mm. uh, to not get the wooden spoon and Unfortunately, we went from the prelim final one year, from the penthouse to the house. Oh. <laughs> to, to the outhouse, sorry.
3: <laughs> yeah, thank you
2: very much. Uh, that was a BBL update brought to you by Twoies. I feel like a Twoies
4: or two. Drink responsibly. End of the first hour. We'll wrap it up next.
1: The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The electric Kia EV9, Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia, train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is
4: Sports Day. Man, welcome back to the show. I tell you what, I just had some of your wife's um... taco. Tarco. Taco. Yeah, it's good. No, it's it's really burrito. No,
2: it's a soft shell taco.
4: Beautiful. Chicken was nice. Well done, Chloe. Mm.
2: And Thanks, darling. Love you.
4: Um, we've got Simon Orchard coming up from Greyhounds, New South Wales, very soon. Some of the markets actually going to leave us for the call of the BBL final live from the SCG. So, if you want to continue listening, of course, the Super Radio Network will will stay with us. But uh, get, download the SEN app if you haven't already, and you'll see Sports Day there. Press on that, and you continue to listen to the show. Um, before we get to the end of the first hour, let's get to a couple of the uh, a couple of texts here, guys. In the closed doors trials, they give all top 30 rostered game time. They all get a run for at least seven to eight minutes, fill and mudgy.
2: Mm. Yeah, it's, well, that first trial is always about. Yeah, about giving that sort of that back end of your top 30 squad a run.
4: The get training it. trials and the mm. development contracts. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So, and I'll tell you what, you've got to do something pretty special in that seven or eight minutes if you're. Mate, you want Steve to from
2: Dubbo, mm-hmm. he's, he's given us some golf tips here. He said, Rat, I'm studying this week's golf. I'm liking. Hatawaka LPGA, Minwoo PGA, Aberg PGA, Lawrence DP Tour, Gail Oz Tour, Lo- Lawson Oz Tour. Well, who I'm like, I'm, I'm liking Haley Davidson. She's the new transgender golfer that won a women's tournament in the US and just got a ticket into the, um, the, the satellite tour that goes to the LPGA. She got one of five spots. What? Transgender golfer. Mate, John Daly's come out. He's not happy about it. He said if he put on a skirt and acted like a woman, he'd win 100 tournaments. But... But get on her because she's up absolutely bombing her drive miles past the women. Hitting off the Reds. Oh, yeah, I, don't, I don't like it, Sats. Mm. I don't like it. Hey, we've got
4: it. some Carl and ponga news in the second hour. We've also got things that make you go, mm, and also we'll get to plenty of your text messages as well. We've got a real big one here from Glenn. He can't come on the show tonight, unfortunately, but he has sent his report in via text message. Oh. We'll get to that
1: in the second hour. Sats and Rat for Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV9, Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia, train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV9, Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia, train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Yes.
2: My favourite intro.
4: The old tried and true tried and tested, isn't uh, it? So you being, did, did Woogie send you a message from Bali, Did he? So I'm listening on the app and you're not paying my music.
0: No, oh, this is for
4: Steve. Is it? Yeah,
0: I've got to win back over. So.
4: Hey, welcome back to the show, The Second Hour, Sats and at Sports Day. On a Wednesday night, uh, continue getting involved in the show if you haven't already. Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six and for our Kiwi listeners double eight double three. Glenn's not calling in today, so we're gonna call we read how his text very very soon. His well, well, Steve
2: reckons he goes, I'm not happy about Glenn not fronting up for the show. Even worse, he's prepared a statement <laughs> to give read out. That's something Albo would do.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks to Kia, our major partners and also major partner of the Australian Open, World Gym Australia and Nutrient Ag Solutions. Before we get to some of the news. Cam says, "Boys, I'm just in the car. Can you give my young fella Henry a shout out? How you going, Henry?
2: G'day, Henry. Well, hey, we've been using your dad's material the last couple of nights? Yeah. It's not bad. Henry, is
4: your dad? Does he try and be this funny when he's at home?
2: Mm, we'd like to know. I
4: hope not. Hope not. Uh, just a couple of other texts as well. Hey, uh, Rat, how did your new tailor maids go? Ian oh, said?
2: wow. Well, I'm uh, just getting the. So the... listen, has
4: he got a couple of new tailor made? Uh, drives three wood and a driver delivered to his house yesterday. and He bought them in here to to,
2: to show it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, I, I took them into the simulator today, mm. and um, mate, the three wood is a cannon. Absolutely flushed it. Just getting the settings right on the driver at the moment. Okay, I like it, love it. Like when you get one, it goes a mile. Mm. And I, what I will say is, uh, as I did notice in the on the simulator, the grouping of the of the uh, Q10 was a lot tighter okay, and the, the Stealth t- stealth. Oh, plus. there you go, the yeah. Stealths and the cues. Yeah, 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 well, yeah, they, all those yeah the new model. The model. Anyway, Cam they said it was more forgiving, and they were right.
4: Well, Cam's in the car with Henry. He's also said, guys, I'm driving it to Mugara Dam later, so I thought I'd get in early with the last laugh. This time it's a true story, so we'll read that out when when the time comes. <laughs> mm. uh, some of the news around today. Now, listen, I don't know whether you saw this uh, Ukrainian star Marta Koscheck. Um her quarterfinal lost to Coco Goff on Tuesday. Now, it's apparently caused outrage. I don't know why. Now, her husband, the Ukrainian uh, Kostik's husband, wore an unexplained snapback cap. Had to be very specific about that, that it was snapback cap. That included the term, shake your Cocos, and a picture of a coconut split in two pieces. Of course, she was playing the American Coco Goff. Who end up going on and winning the game, Coca Cola? Uh, so has
2: anyone, has people got not got a sense of humor? People are
4: rage saying it's racist, it's disgraceful, it's unsports. Oh, seriously.
5: Oh,
2: just get off your high horse and just have a bit of fun. I, oh. I, I, I love this. Remember some of the signs at the footing? I love this. I love this bit of banter and this bit of like. And, who know, needs a willy when you've got a tongue? <laughs> <laughs> who one? needs a big willy when you've got a great tongue? <laughs> <laughs> seriously, mm. I
4: can't. This is the world we live in, unfortunately. Oh, in some cases, it's, uh, it just gets a little bit monotonous me, for time. It drives times. me insane. Yeah, mm. absolutely. And we mentioned it very briefly last night in Rugby League News. The New Zealand Warriors, or we'll talk about Ronald Volkman very soon, their former player. Mm. But uh, last night we mentioned that they've offered Braden Hamlin-Ueli, a Cronulla Sharks. Yeah, mm. formally offered the Cronulla Sharks front rower. A $2.2 million deal reportedly over three years from 2025. Now, this is, of course, is to replace Adam Finol Blake. Now you're never going to replace a Payne Haas uh, no. Fisher and also yeah yeah James Fisher Harris and also a, a, a Adam Finol Blake. Mm.
2: But I've got to say he's he's still a he's big mobile man and yeah he? he's still pretty young. He's got plenty of footy left in him. Yeah, um, oh, I'm, mate, he'll take that. That's seven hundred and thirty-three thousand. $333.33 for Be that every day. A year for three years. <laughs> it's a lot of money. I remember commentating, Braden Hamlin, Ueli. I don't reckon he's on half that at the moment. No way. Yeah. No
4: way. Yeah. I remember commentating in the Queensland Cup, Host Plus Cup. He's only, I think he might have been 22, 21, mm. 22. And he is a big mobile and he had so much ability. He was just out of Nick. I thought if this guy can get into Nick, he'd actually. I think he could play NRL. This kid, he's got
2: a bit of an engine in him. Yeah, he, he, he goes all right. I, I, I think he could get fitter. Um, I, I think he could get. You know, uh, yeah, he's, he's. I don't want to say he's carrying a bit of puppy fat, but he looks to carry. He looks to carry a little. Some bit players of weight. need to. Some players do, but but. Does Does James Harris look like he's carrying any? No. Does Adam Blake no? look like he's carrying any? Oh
4: yeah, no, maybe no, not. No.
2: Yeah. You mm. know, like. I remember. I, I, yeah. I I'm not saying he's fat. I remember John. And I'm not body shaming.
4: I didn't. I don't know whether this happened with you at Corolla with Johnny Lang, but Johnny Lang used to make sure his his t- front rowers and his back rowers mm. and the guys were going to replace them. He didn't want their and tried. Sorry to get technical. Yeah, you know, the skin folds. Mm. He didn't want them, taut and tight and terrific. He wanted. He wanted some
2: size and a little bit of... Want a bit of meat on the bone.
4: Yeah, a little bit of chicken on the
2: bone. Yeah, so yeah, Get right. the
4: bumpers up and be a little bit more destructive. Yeah,
2: I don't know. I, I remember Cardi just wanted us all to have big guns. Well, that was Billy Johnston, <laughs> wasn't it's it? Like, Billy Johnston I just wanted just, to look big. Yeah. I just wanted to have big... You know, I just wanted to look big in that jersey. When Billy Johnston got hold of the
4: Gold Coast Titans for the first time, every time they took the off, they looked like they should have been on a... On a stage, in a, on a bodybuilding competition. Oh, mate. was ripped, ripped shreds. This, mate,
2: there wasn't an inch of body fat on anyone. Yeah. And, you know, most of the front rowers, it came to a slice five or six kilo. And, yeah, it, and it didn't, uh, you're right, it didn't help a lot of them.
4: Yeah. But I suppose when you had 30 players coming in from all these different training values and you had to probably do that to draw a line in the sand yeah. for the first couple of years. Now, yeah. when it gets to, come back to Braden Hamlin, Ueli, I think, yeah, the Sharks, it's going to be tough for them to, to keep him. Oh, they're not going to keep him. They'll want to be able to keep him, but uh, it's probably allows them to probably keep a, a Royce Hunt or someone like that. Mm. If Hamlin, you well,
2: goes. What do you think of that that um, that transition? Royce Hunt, Toby Rudolph, Adam Fanor Blake, Tom Hazelden, Tom Hazelden. Yeah, pretty handy.
4: It's a it's a it's a good combination. And, and, uh, and I do,
2: and I really do think, and I, and I know, you know, like Fitzy said, you know, they want to win, you know, without. Adam Finua Blake and, mm. and him come into a, a good system. I you know I think they can go well. I think they can win. Mm. Um, but I think he is going to be a massive inclusion like in in terms of that missing piece of the puzzle. When you think what are they missing, you throw a, a monster into the middle like that who who puts the fear of God into players. Then yeah, I think they've I think they've found their man.
0: Yeah, Fitzie made a good point. Uh, over the last two seasons, it, it felt like for the Sharks every time a front row was returning another one would get injured. Yeah, he's yeah. right. Mm.
2: Hazleton was out, uh, Hamlin Ueli was out, uh, Royce Hunt was out, um, Rudolph was out with his toe. They had a lot of disruption in the middle.
0: Darl was out for a large period of time mm. as well. It was um, a crusher, uh, not a crusher, a hip drop tackle on Ueli. Oh. He, he just came back and then he, yeah. went, he was out again. Mm. And yeah. they were very unlucky. Yeah. Now, while on the New Zealand
4: Warriors, they've agreed to... Now, we touched on this last week and you would have read about it in the news is that Ronald Volkman, who had a two-year contract with the Warriors and manager goes to the Warriors and said, hey, listen, would you release him? Because the Dragons want to take him for a year. So they release and unveil Ronald Volkman as their new signing. Contract hadn't been registered yet, but he starts training with the Dragons, which is just a dead set no-no. So if you're training with... They're your new employer, but you haven't got an employment agreement yet, which has been ratified. That's yeah, you know, that's you're in a little bit of trouble there. So he's been left in no man's land because of this shoulder injury. That's that says these two screws have come come loose or been dislodged, whatever it may be. So the New Zealand Warriors have now agreed to fly Ronald Volkman home and pay for the surgery on his injured shoulder. So specialists have said it could be anywhere from forty to fifty thousand dollars. Now, of course, the club will be covered for that, but he's not an employee of the club. They're going to do it out – I mean, and a lot of people out there would probably say, well, he came with a pre-existing injury to the Dragons. They should be they should be having to throw in towards the surgery. But in saying that, in the world of rugby league, not like, you're no, like a normal office job or whatever it may be, in rugby league, if you've got a player that's taking up two years of your salary cap who's got a – Pre-existing An in, injury. An injury yeah, yeah. And you've got the ability for someone to take him – you're gonna do that every day of the week.
2: Yeah, yeah, but look, it it, it shows the class of Cameron George and the and the yeah. and the Warriors to say, listen, okay, we we here, bring you, send him back over here, we'll we'll fix it up, we'll, mm. get, we'll get him back to you.
4: What if the club signs him after that? They'll ask
0: to be reimbursed.
2: Mm, Possibly
4: maybe. Not. I don't think so. <laughs> um,
0: like the question for you both: do you, do you reckon he has a future in the game? Yeah, he's still young. Yeah. No, with the with a no shoulder injury. Well. Oh,
2: people have shoulder injuries, Hopefully injuries. Hopefully surgery. Yeah, you know, fi- fix him up. Yeah. Mate, modern medicine nowadays, far out. I mean, a cartilage injury back in the day, they'd, they'd, they'd cut you from the top of your kneecap down to the bottom of it and you'd be out for six months. Now they're back in two weeks. Yeah. You know, like it's – they'll sort him out. I what mean,
4: did. what it has I, – I suppose what it will do with Ronald Volkman is if a club does look at him, that they're going to do their –
2: Due diligence. Due diligence. And They're make gonna, sure gonna it's
4: get okay. every report from the doctor and the surgeon to see what it, the outcome's gonna be like. So unfortunately for him, he's gonna have the spotlight on him about his future and and he'd be a he'd be high risk from an injury point of view, but probably a low risk from a salary cap point of view because mm. he's
0: he's probably gonna play for minimum wage after this. No, yeah. we should look at over the next few weeks. Players who have come back and made a difference. So like, after injury? Yeah, so Pappenhausen this year.
2: Well, I, I mean, he bumped for more reports, he's brained him in the preseason. And he's the sort of player that you know he's going to put everything into his mm. rehab and, you know, getting, him, getting back to top fitness. But you just wonder with his knee, with now his leg, has he lost that yard of pace? Mm. Because, uh, I mean, look, his knee, he, he looked pretty sharp, I, I must say, when he came back. But this is a whole new kettle of fish. There was no dislocation of his ankle, though, was there?
4: No, it was a like a, a clean snap, which so is what you want. Feet. You don't want to you don't want yeah, yeah. to
0: rupture your, your ligaments. You'd rather break your ankle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What did? Uh, when did? Um, Thurston he injured himself pretty badly in shoulder. Yeah, play that that Origin kick the goal from the sideline. Billy and Slater. Slater had four shoulder surgery. Cooper mm. Cronk.
4: Oh, that was that busted clavicle, yeah, wasn't it? Mm, yeah, yeah. So, but no, but
2: Slater's probably the the big one the big yeah, one yeah, like yeah, he had yeah.
4: four shoulder surgeries came back came back one origin
2: one one and comp yeah, yeah. There you
4: so go. there's one comes down to the drive of the player really isn't Yeah. It? um i guess you've got a text here earlier from coop sats and rat this may have, may have been done before but players who debut as wingers and establish their careers in another position
2: thank you Let's feel t- this
4: here's a team of <laughs> wingers actually doesn't have you there rat because you're still classified as a <laughs> no career Winger.
2: Hey, <laughs> I played less than half of my career on the wing, sets. So Brett Plowman. <laughs> yes.
4: Winger, went to the front row. I played with Plowy at the Gold Coast Chargers. He was mm. our impact off the bench front row. He was like <laughs> a rhino, he was. He was oh, that Oh, mate, hard. big man, big yeah. thighs. Alan Wilson. Yeah. Trunella Trunella man, sharks. Ended Good up at Hooker, didn't he? Good man. Lock Hooker, didn't mm. he? Um.
2: Luke Lewis. Luke
4: Lewis was a... Well, in the juniors, he played sort of centre 5-8, and then he... Debuted on the wing against Melbourne in two thousand and mm. two, two thousand and one, I think it was. Yeah, I think thing it might have been seventeen or eighteen. Actually, when we were warming up for that Melbourne game, there was one player missing. We didn't know, uh, counting six seventeen players. we were supposed to have eighteen warming up, and all of a sudden, Louis Louis emerged from the from the tunnel. He was helping, he was helping the trainers bring out all the gear. <laughs>
3: right. That's the sort
4: of guy he is, you know. Yeah. He, Listen respectfully. That's their job. You're you're actually (laughs) a better player, Dave. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, number six, Johnny Morris. Johnny Morris. Yeah, yeah. Well, he played six. Played three hundred. Played nine. Bomber. Played played a bit everywhere. Good coach too.
4: He's at the uh, West Tigers Mm. now. Darren Tracy, former Newcastle, went to the Dragons. Dragons, Started on the wing, ended up in the back row. Uh, Sione um, Matautia. Yep. Matty Uti. Each. Uh, he ended up, uh, he didn't He end up in the back row, didn't he? Yep. Nathan Smith, yeah, the Luke Lewis lookalike. Dean Carney. Mm. He was a Cronulla man, wasn't he? Massive he was. quads. Yep. Yeah. Matt Adamson, yeah, he debuted mm. as a fullback as he got here, Coop. Uh, Brett Atkins, who played for the Eels in the 90s. Steve Morris, he ended up in the halves, didn't he?
2: He did, slippery. Yeah.
4: Kerry Bostead. Matty Singh. I remember Matty Singh. I remember he was a halfback. I remember playing against him at Penrith. He had headgear on and was a halfback. Mm, finished, yeah. it,
2: finished on the wing. Yeah, he did. Mm. Finished on the He was a, the uh, other way.
4: Yeah, the other way. He was a, uh, one of the great origin players, wasn't he? Um, now, feel-good story here. Kalen Ponger. Have a listen to this first.
6: Hello, I'm Kalen, and these are my friends, Big Ted, Little Ted, and Morris. Have you Ted's been working out? Look at these shiny medals. The book is called <laughs> The Speedy Sloth. Not so sure how speedy she is, though. Slots aren't usually very fast animals, are they? Do you like running, like the Teds? Or maybe you like playing rugby league, like me. It's bye from Big Ted, Little Ted, and Morris, and it's bye from me. Bye,
2: everyone.
4: Wow. So that was on Play School on ABC, Kalen Ponga. I
2: like it. I like it, too. I I, I really do like it. Like, well, it, it just it just we got engages young, a we got different... We've got young fans anyway, but... It's, Engages a completely different group of, yeah. of, of young kids. That How does that happen? Might want to look or look and find out who he is and yeah, draw him to our game. It's a national TV show. Good on him. Yeah, I love it. And the younger you know, mate, he's so connected to the younger generation with all his TikTok dancing. And I know, and I know a lot of our older, you know, like me. You know, I'm closer to fifty than I am forty. You're nearly sixty. <laughs> um, you know, it, it, it doesn't, it's not who we were and it's, it's not who we are, but, um, yeah, I, I'm, 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 I'm good with it. I, I like, I like the way he engages with his fans and he's, you know, and he's a bloody good footballer too. <laughs> he can play. I wonder how that comes about. Like, does,
4: like his dad's his manager, isn't he? I, yeah, I'm sure yeah. he'd have a commercial manager, like a guy that looks after he, what they no, call I'm his so brain. So. yeah, yeah. But, um. Like, do they contact him and say, we want Cal or just Kalen's people talk to their I, people? I, I
2: couldn't imagine Kalen's people reaching out to them, but but I, I, it might have been, I, I reckon it might have come about at, like, a corporate event, and he's met someone, and they've gone, oh, mate, we should get you on as a guest spot on Play School or something, and he's like, yeah, that'd be cool, and, you know, something, you know, pops up like that. If If somebody wants you, like, from the corporate world, I mean, he's very... Prominent on in the social media space, they just reach out to him, and then he just pass them on to where he needs to pass one to to mm. get it, get get that deal moving. But yeah, I like it and it's good. He used to love play school. Remember the big rocket clock? Yeah, yeah, that was
4: cool. Was to, that was that also the the mirror?
2: Oh, looking in the mirror. the mirror. Now what was the? <laughs> oh, oh no, that was oh, mis- that mirror mirror on the wall. Isn't that like was that Cinderella Mr. or Mister <laughs> <have Mr>. Squiggle.
4: <laughs> Mister Squiggle used to scare me.
2: <laughs> Mister Squiggle, I like Mister. He Squiggle, scared
4: though. me. Was he like a big like
2: like? String puppet or something, yeah, wasn't yeah. It?
4: yeah, yeah. He used to scare me about how good he could, like, how good he could
2: draw with his nose. Draw with his
4: nose. I mm. said, That's just freaky. Yeah, how does yeah. someone do that? Mm. Uh, now the Panthers, now this got kiboshed by local government, by state government. Um, but they're all set to now, it's been announced today, to play all their 2025 home games in enemy territory, just under 40 minutes away at Combank Stadium. What do you think about that, Brisbane Eel? Hey, and Steve from Dubbo. Oh, you, you know
2: what? I, I mean, what, what? They, this
4: is because they're going to get an upgrade to their,
2: yeah, to their stadium. Well, yeah. the Sharks Stadium is half built; has been for two years. I yeah. can't get any funding. Um, I, I don't mind. I, I, look, I, I think I'd love to see all the grounds get you know re, re, redeveloped and funded, and you know for our fans to be able to go into nice new environments. I think it's great for Penrith because you know they, they obviously fill the stadium every week. They've got a great supporter base, but I don't think it's bad that they're playing it. At Combank Stadium, It's a great stadium. I it think it's good. one of the better stadiums in Australia now for rugby league. The Sharks had to go and play at Cogra.
4: They did too. Yeah, that was horrific. Yeah. <laughs> like, what did Daddy Vass said during the break? He said, "Oh, I think this will bring Panthers back to the, back to the field. Having to play away from there. Oh no their way! Fans,
0: they'd love it, uh, mate. When it you play, so How does it take success to upgrade a stadium? Like that stadium's you're been right. updated well, well, for
2: so like the Cowboys. The Cowboys, you're right. It happened. To, it happened for them. When the Cowboys' original centre was built, that was that was like the beacon, wasn't it? The original stadium and the Centre of Excellence out the back, where yeah, they the training trained.
4: facility was next level. It yeah. was the first of the real sort of, yeah, excellence. Buildings. Yeah, Centre yeah. Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. Cowboys, yeah, Cowboys. Well. Yeah, yeah, and
2: you go up there and play them, and then you get a tour of their facility the day before you go into your captain's run. And they'd take you on a tour, and you'd you feel depressed. They had a warm up feel. Because you got to go out and. Well,
0: they'd take you to the Cowboys HQ. Yeah, yeah. Just to have team. a look. Yeah, yeah. Really? Like, just to mm. give you a look. And they wouldn't now, do that now. Look at they? our setup. Yeah. Well, not now. Everyone else is going. Oh, i
2: trying to poach you. No, no, no. Yeah. It, was every, yeah. it was all of us. It was the whole team. Rooster, we just went home and bitched about how yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how bad our setup was for the rest of the year. It was perfect yeah. for the Cowboys. Training on
4: the backfield at, uh, at Penrith Stadium it was on the main street of Mogile Road. It still is the backfield. And if you were travelling badly, oh, some of the stuff that your own fans would yell at you. Oh, you're yeah, terrific. Like, you're just out in the exposed. Exposed yeah. elements just yeah, getting right. flogged saying, oh. and the people driving past. Yeah. yeah, saying whatever they wanted to. Now the Big Bash has started. The Heat are one for five. Brown is still in. And is they it? started the other night at one for eight very, very early as well. And have got a text here from 062 saying, Sydney really does love an event. Sell out for the Big Bash final tonight. Yeah, it looks like it's a good crowd. and but, but the membership culture in Melbourne beats the turn up to any event Attitude of Sydney sides. I got to say, in Queensland, it's it's. Let's see what the weather looks like.
2: Yeah, it's mm. a very transient crowd up here in Queensland, isn't it? It's generally like the last-minute ticket buyers,
0: so except yeah, for yeah, SunCorp.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, true. You, you do get a good turn-up. I mean, while well, 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 we're talking, we're not talking about we're not talking about your um, you know week in week out like Broncos fans. We're talking about you events, know, chuck an event on see how we go you chuck this on down in melbourne it sells out mm. you know.
4: hey rap before we get into the break and uh, and listeners here on the second gone on the third this is saturday the third of february gold coast tavern six thirty p.m doors open at six tell us a little bit more about this because i saw you and your brother donnie yeah who's a mad country music singer yeah um i saw something on social media the other day explain a little bit more of this
2: yeah yeah well I've done so many of these sportsmen's luncheons and, you know, there's, there's not really much substance to them. You just go along and have a laugh. I mean, they're fun, but my brother and I sort of got together and he's been performing and he's doing, really, he's doing great. He open for Thirsty Merc on New Year's Eve. He's got some really exciting gigs coming up. And um, we just thought we'd put a night together um, to raise some money for mental health and, you know, talk about, you know, um, you know losing dad. Yeah. And I, I, really, I really found it hard to talk about that until I wrote my book. Mm. Um, and now I'm really open and I can really talk about it freely. Um, and, and I want to, we just want to share, you know, a bit about our life, a bit about our dad, you know, what we went through when we lost him, but we also want to talk about, you know, the good times, the fun times, and also, you know, how we overcame that and how it's made us as people. And I, and I think, you know, to be honest, you know, it's made both my brother and I better people having, having had to go through that and better, um, equipped to deal with the uh, rigors of mental health in mm. today's day and age. So we want to share a bit about that. So it'll be, you know, us, us talking a little bit, my brother playing a bit of music, us talking a bit, my brother playing a little bit of music, songs in relation to some times in our life. And, um, yeah, it's going to be a fantastic night. So he's written night. those songs? Hasn't written those yep. songs, but they're just certain songs that sort of, you know, I, I guess relate to certain stages of parts, our yeah. life. And, um, yeah, it's at Gold Coast Tavern. You've got to get your tickets online. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll put that out there. But, uh yeah, it's it's on Saturday week uh, here at the, here on the Gold Coast, and um, yeah, we've we've already um, there's a lot of people come along, and it's all in in aid of the Knowledge House, which is an organisation that um, they they sit, they do programs online and and um, and and more on on dealing with um, on mental health, you know, getting people through those tough times. So really excited to do it. It's the first time we've done it. Um, if it goes well, we'll probably take it around the country um, and do a bit more of it. But uh, yeah, my I, and and also Sats, My brother's just—he's absolutely braining him. And, and I just—I've never done anything with him like this. And I, I just thought, you know what, we can combine—you know—my story, dad's story, what you're doing. We can put it all together, and, and you know, hopefully, we can help a few people overcome some some struggling times in their life.
4: Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. We'll hear a little bit more about that uh, next week. We will give some more details. So yeah, well done, Rat. Jeez, and don't. also, Donnie, if you're, if you're listening. Let's get to a break on Sports Day for a Wednesday night, an update, one for nine, uh, two and a half overs there. The Heat, one for nine in the BBL final.
1: The all-electric Kia EV9, Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia, train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all electric Kia EV9, Kia's largest electric seven seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia, train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is
0: Sports Day.
4: Welcome back to the show. Sorry, I was just looking at my phone then, looking for my my input into things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> now, um, play some audio here. This is sent from Woogie from bali
2: a woman is suing walt disney parks and resorts claiming a wedgie from a water slide sent her to the hospital i'm not making this up she was at typhoon lagoon on in buena vista about four years ago she says she went down a slide disney describes as an almost vertical five-story drop mcginnis claims the attraction pushed her garments into her body causing her bad injuries she says she went to the hospital in an ambulance later sought gynecological repairs her husband is suing too, effectively claiming the alleged harm to his wife's body
4: affects wait? him as well. <laughs> well, it does affect him, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. That's, what did you uh, laughing at, Matt? Just... <laughs> so, oh, uh, yeah, well, I mean, mate, you really haven't been on a water slide if you don't get a wedgie. <laughs> no, I mean... <laughs> but what about the days when we used to go on
2: water what slides? What is happening in this world? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I could, oh, um... look at... Oh, I'm just watching Josh Brown.
3: Oh! oh Oh, oh. He nearly got, got, really,
4: really got
2: caught. Wow, um, sorry.
4: I'm, <laughs> yeah. Remember when we used to go on water slides as kids in your, in your, yeah, mate. That was the goal of how
2: how how, how the far wedgie. How far they get up how there? How far
4: could it get up there? <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, mate. yeah. S- anyway. Some
4: enjoyed it better than others.
2: Things that make you. Mm, what about things that make you go? Mm, hmm. Is Ryan Gosling getting nominated for the song? Or the song "Just Ken, which is being nominated for an Oscar. He won an
4: award at Golden Globes or the Emmy. It might have been Golden Globes his best song. He couldn't believe it. I know. He, he came out and said, oh, absolutely what? dumbfounded. Well, I it's think, of the, I think most of the, of the world would be
2: dumbfounded that this is, this is embarrassing. Mm. Again, what is this world coming to? Look at, think of the great, the great Oscar-winning songs the on Titanic. Yep. You think of the great movies. Scar uh, Scarface and Saturday Night Live. Uh, or Fever. Got, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The. Oh, what, what was? Yeah. I just the Godfather trilogy. Like and yeah, then on and, and now then. we've got Barbie. Yeah. Eight nominations. Mm. <laughs> so what? What's going on?
0: Seriously. Oh. So,
4: now I've got one here. Mm. Um. And while we do this, we'll get some, get some audio to. Uh, to support this, e- mm. T- former oh. U.S. official Sean Kirkpatrick has dropped a bomb bombshell that the Pentagon, after years of examination and investigation, have never found any evidence of aliens or
2: UFOs. Can, uh, can I'm I'm disputing this? Can you just read his name out again? Sean Kirkpatrick. No, no, what you said before that? Form what former was it? U.S. official. Oh, so former.
4: Yeah. For, so he got sacked. He's bitter and twisted. Do you know that do you know that he was terminated? Well,
2: I, I just it sounds like that's what where this is coming from. <laughs> and he's bitter and twisted because there are many videos that they can't explain of things flying in the air. Daniel on Twitter, he, he actually said this to me. He said, Don't tell rat, he'll be shattered.
4: <laughs> and he is by the sounds of it. Mate, they're out there. Yeah. They're out there. Mm. What's a UFO? What's UFO stand for? dead unidentified, unidentified flying objects exactly right yep.
2: and have, have there not been and there are even in that story yeah in that story that was on um, the project one of yep. those great reputable news programs yeah they said that there are or that they are they have video of unidentified flying objects that they can't explain <laughs> so that there are you can't now come oh. out mr. Kirkland or whatever your name is just because you got sacked <laughs> and you're bitter and just throw cold water on all of our uh, our conspiracists.
4: Vondo uh, Jack says, Kevy, you were dudded in the grand final. The turning point was a set after the Bronx had defended the 40-20 and Carrigan had the ball over the halfway on the fourth, kneed in the head and lost the ball. He did. Um, after the scrum, the dummy half threw the ball a metre forward to Cogger, who put Cleary on the outside of Katewell. Game over.
2: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
4: Oh, have we really? Oh, yeah. Well, no, just before he does that, <laughs> g'day, Dadster, Sats and Rat. This is Glenn. Yes, of course, I would normally ring on a Wednesday. I, uh,
2: hang on, but we, we've got a text here saying, if you if you can read out the text, like, you can, can you slur your words just oh, okay. to make it more realistic? To make it
4: more realistic. yeah. Crime okay.
2: scene was keen on that.
4: Yes, of course I would normally ring on oh, Wednesday night with my rating smashing segment, but given I'm not feeling great, I'm hoping you would. But anyway,
6: anyway, he's got out
4: of he's got out of his sick bed and he's on the line. Oh, Glennie, how are you, Glenn?
6: No, I'm not well, mate. Oh, oh. I thought you were going to continue reading it out. Thanks, mate.
4: What's going on? What what what's wrong? COVID?
6: Oh, I don't know, mate. I'm just just not well. So, um, oh, you've got to get yourself sorted, you, mate. Yeah, I know. Oh, I just wanted to. The, the comments on one of the setters' commentators yesterday said, um, Wow, that's a lot of winners that have come off Coco Goss' racket today. And I thought, Well, where do they normally come from? <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's, that's
6: one of your best. good. That's good. You tomorrow, boys. Rooster boy.
4: Muzz said, Thank you, boy. Thank you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say, that was his best call he's ever had. Ever.
3: <laughs> he's still going
4: on. <laughs> he's
2: still <going> <laughs> just give us a score on. <laughs> One for
4: 29, just under Mate, five overs. Brown was,
2: Brown was just, hmm. he's just gone on a rampage. He's 21 off 17 now. Come on, Brown.
4: Rooster Muzz said, I thought Glenn would have been at the Mayfield West Bolo doing some ranked trivia quiz. <laughs> yeah. Um, nice. Some more text here. Hey, guys. Nick from Newcastle. I'm curious as to why men and women get equal pay in tennis. Men's play best of five, women only best of three. That's not equal. Is that actually right?
2: Yeah, they do get paid the same.
4: Well, I suppose when you have an argument, and this is my only, the way I would look at it, Nick, is the only argument you'd have between men and women's is the amount of revenue that it brings in. And that would be proportioned to the men's or the women's. And the soccer was a perfect example, okay, where um, the men got paid a less percentage of the revenue created in their World Cup, as opposed to the women, but they're they got, separate events. They got more separate events. The Australian Open and the majors—they're all at the same. Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. all at the same location, so hence, it's all creating the same amount of revenue. Mm. That's only my argument, I yeah, suppose. Yeah. Towards yeah. Now,
2: how's this text from the Wounded Eagle? This is good. He goes with the visa issues for the NRL boys going to Vegas. I'm thinking of taking out an AVO on Cam Murray. <laughs> That's smart good. play, Wounded That's Eagle. That's good, Wounded Eagle. No, Keep the bags. Keep Roosters.
3: Roosters. <laughs> <laughs> you
4: can't see. Now you're turning into Woogie. I'm not. You're deliberately turning into Woogie. I'm not. Having mm. a go at the Roosters. You're better than that, Daddy Vass. You are better than that. They're
0: coming against my team.
4: Gents, speaking of getting under one's skin, is Pat Cummins, a.k.a. Cider, getting under people's skin or what? Matt the Dragon. Well, I think he does a little bit. What? I think he'll go down as one of our great Australian Test captain, or yeah, Test captain. Well, his records insane. It's insane. Well, I suppose the argument goes back to
2: well, who's he playing he's against? He's not
4: playing against great Test nations, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. still in the fifty-over format, he's he's still one of the best in the world. Um, but you know what? It, it, we were going to throw that into um, things that make you go, hmm. Just basically all week, the corporation's not celebrating Australia Day on Friday. That's Woolies, Cricket Australia, Tennis Australia, just to name a few. Yeah, that is that's ridiculous. It is our day at the moment. Let's celebrate it until something else happens. But yeah, Pat even said Cummins the other day. He sort of said, "Yeah, no, I I love Australia, but maybe we need to look for another date." Well, that's where we say, "Well, you don't really need to get the Australian captain commenting on things like that." That's left. to Well, it's just
2: a it's a divisive topic. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Change the date, won't have won't have an issue. No. No. Now Brad from Redhead says,
4: G'day, lads. Can you can you explain to me why how every club can have a centre of excellence? Surely <laughs> all clubs have one."
2: No, one club has oh, one. Oh,
4: surely all clubs but one have to call it the centre of hopeful improvement. <laughs> i from I'm right Sats. earlier you said continue to contribute to the show if you haven't already. Thank you Brad from Redhead. Mm. Outstanding. Mate, yeah.
2: A lot of good text for, st- <laughs> for uh, Glenn's call here. Is unbelievable. He pulled himself up from his deathbed and delivered <laughs> the usual gold that makes him an icon. Pain is his friend. <laughs> from Steve, crime scene, Thanks guys. Lol. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he loved it.
0: Yeah, I think that yeah. was his best ever update. Was, that was. It his, was. Maybe was he best. should get
2: sick more often. Yeah. No. Man. No. Don't. No. Don't. Don't. Don't do that. I get hope better. You,
4: I hope you yeah. Remember. Matt Kevy doesn't have a criminal record, so he's all kosher to go to uh, the US. Mm. Uh, Romper Room had the Mirror Boys. That was Romper Room. Jack Rump-a-Room. from Warwick. I love Warwick, Jack. I love the drive out to Warwick.
2: Romper Room.
4: Yeah, Romper Room.
2: What were the shows back in the day? Romper Room. And Steve says, I think there was a
4: a porn parody when it came to Mr. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Squiggle. Let's get to the break. And after the break, Simon Orchard from Greyhound Racing, New South Wales, joins us here on Sports Day.
1: The all electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV9, Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia, Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day.
4: Welcome back to the show. Sats and Rat <laughs> here on Sports Day for a Wednesday night at the dogs.com.au, home of Greyhound Racing Chances are you're about to lose for free and confidential support. Of course, gamblinghelponline.org.au. Simon Orchard joins us each and every week. How are you, Simo?
6: Yeah, boys, going good. Great to hear your voice again, uh, Rad. Yeah, thank you, mate. what, mate? That goes away and it's like a uh, polished machine here. Uh, Just absolutely flying, mate. Good on you.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Woogie's in
4: Bali at the moment. We don't know what he's doing, what he's up to. You know, whether got tattoos, <laughs> or...
2: sun, he's got a tattoo... He's been there a week. He's he's just finished sunning one half of his body. He's got, a, he's got the other half to go. <laughs> <laughs> like a rotisserie, <ratitary>, just
6: spinning <laughs> yeah, around with an apple
4: chicken. in his mouth. <laughs> oh, hey, Samo, there were some heats last night that were uh, that have been run on one. Tell us about those.
6: Yeah, big feature last night at Gosford. Summer 600. Not sure about the name, fellas, but it's a new race and it's worth 25K. Uh, the heats, as I said last night, the final next Saturday... And it was entertaining, boys. The track record holder, Light Wildfire, actually missed out. So everyone went in. I think it was about a, uh, a really short quote when he jumped. But he missed the kick. He ended up running third in his heat, and he missed out. His race was taken out by a dog uh, named Agent Spaghetti. Sometimes these <laughs> names just never cease to obey. Agent Spaghetti won the race. Uh, that was the first heat. Off the Richter, a young dog on the rise, won the, won the second heat. Really promising youngster. And then Father Rick. Tell you what, this dog is just going from strength to strength. Usually, boys, around three, three three-and-a-half greyhounds hit their peak. Well, Father Rick turned four in December, and he's never been in better form. He's won five of his last six, fastest qualified for the summer 600 hundi in a wonderful way that he got his name. Apparently, uh, the owner, Ray Webster, was down at the pub And the local minister walked in uh, and said, hey, I'm a big fan of the dogs. Do you have (laughs) any dogs that are any any good? And he said, yeah, we do, actually. Named it Father Rick after the local uh, local minister. And the name has been very successful. The dog, uh, a group one runner-up just a couple of weeks ago up in Queensland, he's now won $227,000. And it's one of the stories of the year so far, boys. We're only, what, 24 days in, and the old dog just keeps on going. Good on his father, Rick. Good
4: stuff. Good stuff.
2: Well, mate, I wanted to ask you about the Musselbrook Cup Heats that were announced today. It's the richest race in the track's history. Is that right?
6: It is. Spot on again. We just keep giving out the money uh, this year. We've got a couple of new races in the north of the state, so up your uh, up towards the border in the next couple of weeks in the Clarence and the Richmond, but the Musselbrook Cup boys again worth 25k richest race ever run at the Musselbrook track, uh, proudly sponsored by SEN Track as well. So I don't know what SEN are planning to do, but hopefully they get someone down there. If you want to put your hand up, boys, do it now uh, or forever hold your peace. Musselbrook Cups and good heats as well. We've got a Group One uh, winner in Embrace heading up. To race at Musselbrook, we've got Mark Gat taking a couple of really promising youngsters up there. Now these guys who train these dogs are city city class trainers; they're stars of the sport. So it's great, boys. It's like when they take a rugby league game out to Mudgee or somewhere like that. You just get to rub shoulders with some of the best and the brightest. So of course we've got our local trainers as well from the Upper Hunter region, but it's good to see some real star quality in Embrace. You've got Leg Speed, who's a really good dog, and Richard deborah is one of the young rising stars of our sport. So she'll go around in the Musselbrook Cup as well. Uh, Heats on Sunday, final to be run, run Sunday week. So we've got a big weekend coming up, the Summer Hundy next Saturday, followed by the Musselbrook Cup. I'm going to be a busy boy for those 48 hours, that's for sure.
4: Now, before get tips for tonight, uh, Fat Pete, uh, they've just discovered that uh, Fat Pete's <laughs> is a golden retriever. Um been but wearing in, a
2: mask. But,
4: but <laughs> it's trainer Nick Kilner, who I think there should be a statue of at every at every Greyhound yeah. track around Australia. <laughs> His new dog, Acceptable Bro, no, Unacceptable, unacceptable, unacceptable bro, bro, was unacceptable during the week. Why did he go viral?
6: Uh, yeah, and this the dog real. went viral um, because he came out of the boxes backwards. Boys. So <laughs> <laughs> if Nick Kilner hadn't worked out enough ways what? to get his dogs beat, uh, the dog is coming out the wrong way. And ended up with about five leagues last for the first ten oh, minutes. You got to go onto the dogs.com.au You can see the replay. The dog's uh, rear end is facing the camera <laughs> as they oh. come out. And You can see uh, the guy who boxed him. It wasn't Nick. It was another fellow. Just throw his hands to his head. <laughs> because there's some wretched ways to lose a dog race. So but what mate, did they? It was, it, was mate. hilarious. Do
4: they actually do that, Simon? Did they? They can they turn around? Will they naturally just turn around in the box will they? <laughs>
5: pretty tight yeah, boxes yeah the boxes aren't very
6: wide boys yeah. you won't be able to get inside one so uh, but it does happen sometimes they twist and turn uh, and sometimes you can work it out before the lid's open but it's too late and oh. uh, yeah this dog uh, rump <laughs> facing the camera the a best. long long last finished the race but yeah it took a while to get going that's,
4: that's the, the best shot. okay tips where are we at <laughs> <out> tonight
6: <laughs> Uh, Yeah, we're racing at Richmond, uh, as always, on our Wednesdays uh, at the moment, boys. It's taken over the Wednesday Park slot for the last couple of months. Going to have a play. Race seven, number seven, Lady Replicas over the 5.20. So race seven, number seven, ladies Replicas. And then race eight, number four, Wallachia Miss for Lukey Brown. I think they're two of the better bets on the program, considering the price, because there's a couple of real shorties going around that I wouldn't dare tip the punter's into. So there you go. Hopefully some luck tonight at Richmond.
4: Thedogs.com.au the home of everything Greyhound Racing in New South Wales. Thank you very much, Simo. On your boys. Chances are you're about to lose for free and confidential support. Of course, you can visit the gamblinghelponline.org.au website to get more advice.
1: The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV9. Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. Kia, major partner of the Australian Open. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. I've heard this
4: before. What's, What's this one?
0: Music's better with you.
4: BBL update, one for 71 after just under 10 overs. Oh, two sixes by Josh Brown. He's now 46 off 30 balls. It's nine overs and four balls, one for 77. So at the moment, looks like a good scoreline here for the Heat with plenty of wickets in hand. What a great crowd as well at the SCG. Well done. Worm Splinter and Vaseline. Apparently Green turned up the Bailey Beach today after receiving reports that a whale had beached itself. But when they lobbed to said beach, it turned out to be Woogie suffering sunstroke. Wow. Um now we've got some good, really good ones here from Daniel from Prairwood, um, talking about our national sport, depending where you live, of course, and about Campbelltown Sports Ground, how they the Maggie fans turned on their own as well. They turned on Kenny McGuinness one day and Kenny jumped the fence and chased up the stairs, up the uh the grandstand against the guy that was <laughs> abusing him. Yeah, I I could see that. My old man did that once at a at uh? um Oren, oh no, what was it? Um, Lidcombe Oval. He chased the guy that threw a pie at him oh. in the, in the chased him up the stand. Um, and also we've got uh, Taylor McGrath played an international with COVID last season. Matt Renshaw played with tests with COVID. I think it was the Sydney test. So Green will play unless he's too sick with the symptoms. Yeah, it's exactly how, it comes down to how you feel. And Cooper Cronk, yeah, broke his clavicle. He broke, he didn't break his clavicle. He broke his scapula at the back in that grand final. But he did in the Origin Series. You're right, Danny. He, he broke his arm as well. Uh, quick one here for Cam. On sports day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Cam. with Cam.
6: I, says, I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me.
4: He said, This is the true story. I asked my wife why she married me. She said, Because you're really funny. I said, I thought it was because I'm good in bed. She said, See, you're hilarious. <laughs>
3: Yeah, oh, a lot of water. So. Hey,
4: thanks very much to Kevy Walters coming on the show. Thanks very much for your text messages tomorrow night. Former NRL player Keegan Hipgrave doing some great things in NRL and, and also the um, the transitional space as well. So see you tomorrow night. Sats and Rat for Sports Day.